0: Hey, what's up? Happy day. It's Thursday when I'm recording this, but I'm not really sure when you're listening. So it may not be Thursday. So I'm just going to wish you a happy day. I hope it's going well. (laughs) Uh, So it's been a while since we released a podcast episode Um, but because midweek is here and we've had two nights of it, uh, that's our new school year ministry. It just seemed like a good time to maybe resurrect it, to talk through the teaching series that we're doing and share some fun stories from how God is working, uh, within our kids ministry. And then uh, hopefully the goal is to have some guests on here. So it's not just me talking the entire time. And if we get guests, then you get to hear their perspective of what's going on. Uh, Maybe you're a parent and you're listening to try to figure out what we're talking about. Maybe you're a leader and, you know, midweek is awesome. Why would you not want to hear about it again? Uh, Maybe you're neither of those things and that's great. You're just curious to know what's going on. And uh, yeah, so I'm glad that you're here. Uh, So midweek, week two was last night. It was a little chaotic at times, but... There was so much energy. (laughs) It was awesome. Uh, There was a lot of energy. I don't know if it was the cookies at dinner or what, but I mean, I'm here for it. It was fun. So midweek is our ministry for kids, really fifth grade and under. And so last night we started our team challenges. So they're divided into four groups based on age. We have three and four year olds, kindergarten and first graders, second and third graders, and then fourth and fifth graders. So we divided them into four teams. So the team names are the messengers, defenders, warriors, and knights. Now, if you're super into like the fan fiction or like the fandom, you know, the Pixar Easter eggs or the, I forget what it's called, Marvel, but like all the deep secrets and connections, you will notice that those four team names Start with letters M-D-W-K. That's how we're abbreviating midweek, you know, to be cool, be trendy, something like that. Uh, So I pointed that out to the kids because I'm very proud of it. And that makes me a nerd. But that's okay, you know. (laughs) That is okay. The kids, thought the names were cool. They're pretty excited. I'm excited. So basically they're in four teams. And they have a chance each Wednesday night to earn tickets for their team. They can earn tickets by... Memorizing their Bible verse. This year, we're memorizing the books of the Bible. So each week, there's a section of the books of the Bible they can memorize to work th- through it, which we've already had a couple kids doing that. Uh, they can wear their PVBC kids t shirt to get some tickets. They can bring friends for tickets. There's all kinds of ways. And then when they get their tickets, they have a team box or container, which is Amazon's choice for best cereal containers. I'm very excited about that. We have quality containers for these tickets, okay? So they take their tickets, they earn them, they put them in the box, uh, their team's box, and then at the end of four weeks, so the end of September, we're gonna see which team has the most tickets that team wins an ice cream Sunday party. Uh, So far, the defenders are the, well, they're defending the the most tickets right now. Uh, They have 38, so they, 38? I think it goes like 38, 36, 31, and 11. It's on our social media page if you're really curious um, to know the leaderboard. But the kids are very excited about it. They are already working hard. And then, like, those are the set ways you can earn tickets. But then if you go upstairs to, like, the missions room or Bible lesson or game time or our new Bible skills class, they have the opportunity to get extra tickets by listening, participation, answering questions. You know, just good behavior that we see them uh, doing. Uh, it, it's, I felt super cool because I had a <laughs> I had probably, I don't know, 20 tickets in my pocket. And I was walking around and I was like, listen, I have the power to give you tickets. And they're like, give us some, uh, some tickets. And I was like, uh, we'll see. But it actually was a very good leveraging tool because for some reason, kids don't always enjoy walking upstairs the normal way. So, you know, I was like, listen, I can only give tickets to kids who are walking up and down the stairs the proper way. Don't hang over the handrail. (laughs) Don't try to do it backwards. You know, just normal. So that was fun. Uh, That was fun for sure. And then, yeah, our new station is the uh, Bible Skills Station, which I'm very excited about. Um, In that class, they're learning, you know, what is the Bible, what's inside the Bible, how do we... Like, look for things in the Bible, um, books of the Bible, memory work. Some nights still will even make a craft. I am not crafty, so I intentionally scheduled cra- <laughs> crafts in that room so I didn't have to be there when they assembled them. And they're, like, once every six weeks, so they're not that frequent. But the kids love crafts, so, um, you know, give the people what they want. So, anyway, we're going to work through that. Uh, This year, Which I think is going to be really fun and exciting for sure. So um, anyway, yeah, last night was great. Uh, The other thing that's really cool about how we're already seeing glimpses of how God's working, first of all, is in in our leaders. We have several leaders who are serving for the first time on Wednesday nights or maybe the first time in a very long time. And uh, I'm pretty excited for that. And I love their energy and enthusiasm that they bring uh, to midweek already. And then between two nights, so just two Wednesday nights, we have seen a grand total of uh, 36, I think it's 36 different kids, because not everybody comes came both nights. So 36 different kids, and of those 36, half of them, half of them are first-time uh, Wednesday night participants. That's amazing. So... Uh, we're really excited for how God's working for what He's doing, and just it's always great to meet new families and new friends and new kids and so uh yeah, we're excited for what God's doing and for how He's working and it's only the second week, which is great because you know we have hope and excitement that uh things are going to continue going well, and that we're gonna see um our kids learn and grow, and ultimately lives changed by the power of the gospel. So that's the first part of this podcast. The second part uh, here in a second, we're going to talk about our lesson series. So, uh, yeah, we'll just we'll just transition to that segment. I don't know a good segue other than, you know, the ones you can ride around. Segways, those are segways. I really want to take a segway tour somewhere. This is a rabbit trail. OK, we're going to move to the next section of the podcast. Hang on. So last week, we started a series called Joseph. Guess who it's on? (laughs) It is on uh, Joseph in the Old Testament. And our teaching series this uh, year focuses on three major themes. Love God, love people, make disciples. And so this is a series that focuses on loving God, which kind of seems strange that we're talking about loving God and we're looking at the life of Joseph. However... Each week, in a, it's a four-week series, so each week we're looking at a different uh, characteristic or attribute of God. Because when we know who God is, when we know what He's like, that's when we really begin to learn how to love Him. Um, we can't really... It's hard to love people well when you don't know them, right? And so that's kind of what we're, we're going. Last week we started the series off by talking about um, God's authority, that God has all the authority... No one is his boss. God is the boss. No one tells God what to do or how to do it or when to do it. And we looked at um, the section in Genesis, I believe it was 37, 1 through 11, where um, Joseph, we're, we're introduced to him. He gets the coat of many colors. We find out he has a lot of brothers. And we find out that he's a dreamer. And so that God gives him the ability to interpret dreams. And a lot of those dreams, there in the beginning, talk about how one day Joseph will be the authority figure. Uh, in Egypt, over his family, so we kind of unpacked that with our kids. Um, but last night, or or this week, midweek two, uh, we were talking about God being trustworthy. We see this uh, several times throughout Joseph's life, and so we started by talking about um, Joseph. It's a it's a lot of story for four weeks. Let me just preface that it's a lot of story, but we're trying <laughs> to condense it down to a nice, neat four week series uh so we started with Joseph going to check in on his brothers his dad sends him down there but the brothers obviously have other plans hopefully you know the story of Joseph you know they were angry at him they were jealous of him of dad's favorite and so on his way to go check in on the brothers they decide first of all they want to kill him which is a lot a lot of family dynamics going on right there but then they one of the brothers convinces the rest of them to, no, let's not kill him, let's just throw him in the pit. And so they throw him in a pit, no food, <laughs> no water. And then they see, um, you know, a group of people coming through on their way to Egypt. Um, merchants type. All I can think about is like a bunch of guys on camels. I'm not really sure why, but that's what I think about, okay? And so when they get there, they realize they can sell their brother into slavery. So they do. They sell Joseph to the merchants and they go back home to their dad and like, hey, here's his coat. Some animals killed him. He's dead. Gone. Um, That's a horrible thing to have happen to you. First of all, your own brothers throw you into a pit. That's bad enough. But then, you know, you think they're sparing your life and they sell you to be a slave. That's a lot. And so these merchants go to Egypt. And so Joseph is on his way to Egypt. Um, and he starts working for a man named Potiphar. So we start talking about, um, this is just a, a horrible story, it seems like. And remember, Joseph has had these dreams that he's going to be an authority, um, that his family is going to bow to him one day. Um, but one of the things I love about the scripture is that it says that, that God was with Joseph. I like to underline uh, you know, things in, in scripture that, are repetitive and that's one of those sentences one of those phrases in the stories that God is with Joseph even in the pit even as a slave God is still with him and and soon Joseph rises to success and to power just within Potiphar's house and then you get the very unique story of uh, Potiphar's wife who tells a lie um, <laughs> kid friendly version is that she tells the lie on Joseph and gets him into trouble which is true but Kid friendly version there. Um, and it, he gets put into prison for something he didn't even do. But God is still with Joseph. And God did not forget him. The entire time, God doesn't forget about Joseph. We were talking with our kids last night. Where, you know, we're saying that God is trustworthy, it means that we can trust God. When God says something, he means it. God had given Joseph the dreams that one day he would be in charge of other people. But he was thrown into a pit. And then he was put into prison. It just didn't make sense how God was gonna use him, how God was gonna bring him to that authority place that he had dreamed about. But we know that even though bad things were happening to Joseph, we still we still see that God is with him. All of these things are are part of God's plan, and so we we unpack this with our kids, saying, you know, we can trust God even when bad things are happening to us or in our lives, right? Because we believe the Bible is true that when God says something, he means it. His promises are good. You know, we um we see that we can we can trust God and we see stories like Joseph in scripture where, you know, it would have been easy for him to doubt. Easy for him to say, no, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't line up. This is just crazy. All these terrible things are happening to me. There's no way that God's gonna keep this promise to to me or that God's gonna, you know, make me someone great. There's just Too much, too much brokenness, too much messiness here. But we see from the very beginning in the Garden of Eden, you know, God had promised to send Jesus to save people from sin. And people waited a long time, right? Humanity kept waiting and waiting and waiting. It's the whole Old Testament and the prophets. They were waiting and waiting for Jesus to come. And then he came. And then he died. And he came back to life. We trust Jesus we trust that god is at work in our lives even when when terrible things are happening even when it it's confusing or when it feels chaotic we believe that god loves us even when bad things happen uh, one of the coolest things about joseph i think personally this is just like my personal favorite thing about him is in scripture he is a um, he reminds us of jesus in so many ways you know he's a he's a type of of christ demonstrated in the old Testament where, you know, we don't find a record of him doing something wrong or, or sin. No, he did. Joseph sin because he's a sinner. He's a human being. But the Bible doesn't list it out for us what he did that was wrong, right? He follows God's plan. He um, it never mentions him wavering or being deterred by the bad things that were happening, right? God um, uses Joseph in, in unique ways. His brothers doubt him when Jesus comes on the scene his brothers doubt him they reject him they kill him uh, they kill Jesus not Joseph but they wanted to which I think is a very unique parallel there between the two of them um, but how incredible it is to know that, that we can trust who God is so the first one we talked about God is, is in charge God is is our authority but we can trust him even when things just seem to be falling apart And I think that's a great reminder uh, for us today, there's just sometimes it just seems like there's a lot of of bad things unfolding in our world. Um, but we we trust who God is. We trust His word. We believe. We choose to believe that when He says something, He means it, and then we respond accordingly. So we talked about authority. We talked about God is trustworthy. We have two more in the series. We're gonna be talking about God's power, and then God's sovereignty. How God has working everything out. Um, in Joseph's life and how we know that God has a plan for our lives. So that was this week's lesson. Uh, I'm trying to think about if I have anything else to say at this moment. (laughs) I got to get back in the swing of uh, the podcast thing, which is funny because I listen to a lot more podcasts than when we originally started this podcast, which I'm very proud of. Uh, But I need to get back into the swing of, of listening to things. So if you're still hanging on, thanks so much for listening. And hopefully we'll be back next week with the Midweek 3 Recap. I think it's going to be good. (laughs) That's a wrap.